Welcome to my podcast. I'm Reagan Beshera, founder of Ollie's Accounting, a bookkeeping and payroll services firm based in the United States. I have almost a decade of small business accounting expertise to share with my clients and the business community at large. I want to help you define your beliefs and values, create better procedures in line with those values, and realize your financial agency and independence as a small business owner. Whether you've got a side hustle or a fully-fledged business with a team of employees, we all share the same struggles against our limiting beliefs. Let's overcome those together by imagining new ways of doing business. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever is applicable to the time that you're listening to this podcast. I'm Reagan Bushera. I'm the founder of All Ease Accounting and your host for Money Through Ease. And thank you for tuning in once again. Although if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We are always talking about running a small business, how to do that, why you would want to do that in the first place, how can we be more efficient at it, how can we actually get the results that we're looking for in our business and in our lives through ease. And that's not to say like choosing the easiest option because sometimes, you know, a challenge is necessary for growth, but ease as in we're not struggling against things like our limiting beliefs and outside oppressive systems. Ease is about relaxing into the process, being willing to confront challenges and face adversity, but knowing the entire time that you as a human being are worth the challenge. You're worth, I don't want to say struggle, you're worth what it takes to learn something new. You're worth the time and effort that you put into what you're trying to create And you're worth the results that you want to achieve in your business and in your life. So that's what we're doing here. I don't know why I just went off on a tangent about that, but I'm I'm letting it come through me today. I'm a conduit, y'all. Okay, so I want to talk today about paying people, why you would want to do that, how you want to do that, because when you are running a small business, there will come a point in time where you are considering hiring other people. And I want to walk you through my thoughts about hiring a workforce in your business. And it could be employees. And it also could be just hiring out work to a contractor that specializes in whatever that thing is. So we've talked before about time management and efficiency and automating. And this kind of ties into all of that. And I have a step-by-step process for determining how and what and when to automate processes in your business. And you can go back and check that episode. It's called Automation Station. So you can just scroll back in the podcast feed and find that. In that episode, I walked you through determining what you even would want to automate in the first place, which is to increase efficiency, to save time, to save money, etc. And then how to determine what to automate. And then first of all, looking for ways that you've already got access to automation for that thing. Just go listen to the episode. (laughs) Honestly, I'm not going to go through it all again. I outlined it all there. And I think it did a good job of explaining uh, the process for automation But sometimes there are things that you don't necessarily want to automate, but you want to hire out. Um, There may not be an app or some sort of software that is going to deliver 
the result that you're looking for. And it comes down to delegating that to somebody else, another human being. And that person is either going to be your employee or they're going to be a contractor that you consult with or contract work to. I'm going to focus today on hiring out work via hiring a workforce, hiring employees, hiring people to work in your business and do the things that you want to delegate to somebody else. And I've also got an episode on the difference between an employee and a contractor. And that is super, super important to know what the difference is. So if you haven't listened to that episode, you will also need to check that out because you cannot just hire a rando and pay them, you know, just straight hourly and not withhold taxes. It depends actually on the relationship that you have to that other person, the behavioral control that they have over their work, uh, the outcome of their work, the time frame in which they're doing it. What sort of contractual relationship do you have with them? So there are questions that you need to ask yourself to figure out if they're an employee or if they're a contractor and if they are an employee and you are considering hiring people at this point in your business, I'm going to walk you through today why, how, what, etc. Answer all of the questions about what it comes down to paying people. I'm using information that I've already compiled as part of this process that I'm going through. So I am working on something special because I put a lot of information out here on the podcast. I share a lot of tips and information on my social media and on my email list, but I know that there are people out there who do appreciate the free resources that I provide, but that would also like to pay to just have access to something that is going to walk them through this entire process of starting a business, learning how to run a business, learning how to do the accounting side of things. Really, the accounting bookkeeping, and then the procedural part of running a business. So I am working on something that will be available in the future for you to purchase and you will have access to it. I'm still working out the details of how that offer is going to be shaped, but I just want you to know that something like that is coming and it's coming from me. So if you like what you hear on the podcast and if you follow me on social media or you're on my email list and you like the kind of information that I'm putting out, you like the way that I'm disseminating the information, just know that something is coming for you that will be more in-depth, that will cover all of these topics and more in such a way that is actually going to empower you to start your own business if you haven't done it already or to run your business better if you are already operating. Run your business in a way that is in line with your values and that is based on procedures that work well for you. So like I said, today we're talking about paying people, paying employees, hiring a workforce. And so let's just start with why you want to hire a workforce in the first place. Number one, because you need people to do work in order for you to make money. We as business owners start up usually as a sole proprietor or a single member LLC. You're just a one person show, right? And that is how you start. You get things going. 
you have a little bit of income, you get to a point in your business where the revenue is consistent and you're paying your bills and you know you have a good cash flow. And in order to expand, you have to raise your prices, make an offer that is like flipped to where if you're teaching or you're interacting with a group, the price is lower, but for people to access you as individually, it's gonna be a higher ticket offer. That would be considered like scaling, right? For a service-based business. If you're a product-based business, if you wanna make more product, you can either, well, you can do that, you can make more product, or you can raise your prices or offer something different that is a higher value ticket offer priced product. Man, words today. (laughs) Okay, so if you're expanding your business, those are some of the things that you can do to grow your revenue. Oftentimes, we do need to turn to delegating, outsourcing tasks or projects in our business to somebody else. And that could be somebody else that you hire as an employee to work in your business. So They're helping you make more product. They're helping you provide service to a larger group of people, a combination of either of those two things, right? So you need to hire people because you need to do more work. You need to make more product in order to make more money. And, you know, that may be where you're at, or you may see that down the road in the future for yourself and for your business. And so let's talk about how we would do that, right? You want to... First of all, establish the role that you want to hire. And again, we're talking about employees. We're not talking about contractors. So this is somebody that gets hired into your business. And first, you need to decide what their role is going to be, their job title, job description, main duties and responsibilities. What kind of education and experience do you want them to have? I mean, most all of us, 99% of you, I'm sure, have had a job before and you know what a job description looks like or a job listing. So as the business owner, that's your responsibility now to write that, right? And you can look up job listings and kind of see what other employers are looking for and mix that with what you decide you want that position to look like in your business. You need to think about pay, you know, establishing what you're going to pay them, how, when, etc. And uh, just know that all of this takes reflection on your business bookkeeping and accounting. You do need to have records and cash flow statements and a profit and loss to look at whether or not you can afford to pay somebody what you would want to pay them. That's why accounting and bookkeeping and record keeping is so important, right? Like that's all we talk about here is the importance of doing all of that as a business owner. And especially in the case where you're wanting to hire somebody else, you need to know, like, am I going to have to maybe rely on credit or get a loan to cover payroll until that person is helping me expand my business capacity. And then the added revenue that I bring into my business because I have somebody working for me actually covers the expense of paying them. It may be the case that you can afford it right now with your cash flow and with your revenue, but it may be the case that some things are gonna have to be paid on credit or you want to take out a loan to cover the payroll expenses to kind of get that person into position and get the revenue up by hiring them to where you can afford to pay them from the revenue. You want to establish, you know, the job listing, all of that. Look at your reports, see what kind of cash flow you've got going on. But more importantly than that is understanding the compliance that you have to meet to have employees in the United States. 
There are payroll apps out there that will help you pay people and stay compliant with payroll taxes and labor laws and workers' compensation and all of those things. There is a lot that goes into hiring employees. It is a lot of responsibility to take on. When you are hiring somebody on, you're telling them, yes, my business can afford to pay you uh, as long as you show up and meet the requirements, meet what I'm asking you to do in my business. So you do need to like be sure about that, that you can afford it. For instance, in my state in Louisiana, workers' compensation is required. So that is insurance that your business pays for in case somebody gets hurt. People can be compensated through this insurance policy if they get hurt on the job etc. That's a requirement. So that's an expense beyond just somebody's wages, right? And then you as the employer are also responsible for paying part of their Social Security and Medicare taxes. And then you have to think about payroll taxes and making sure that those get paid on time for sure because penalties and interest accrue on payroll taxes and that is something that is taken very seriously by the IRS and the state tax authorities. When you are withholding somebody's taxes from their pay, that is a liability to your business because that's not your money. That is your workers' money that they have earned, and then you withhold part of that to pay taxes on their behalf. So it is very important that when you're withholding money, that it turn you turn around and it gets paid on time and to the proper authority and for the proper amount. All that to say, beyond having to manage somebody, beyond having to make sure that you can afford to pay them, is that you make sure that you stay on top of the proper filings and remittance for taxes. That is the reality of hiring people. But like I said, there are apps out there that if you cannot hire a payroll service provider directly, there are very affordable options for apps and software that will calculate their pay, calculate the taxes, withhold taxes, remit tax payments to the IRS and the state and all the other authorities, and then you know file your tax returns for your payroll. And they'll do all of that for you as included in the software price. So I would really recommend that if you're doing your own accounting or bookkeeping and you go to hire somebody, that you do not try to DIY payroll, especially when you're first hiring people and starting out. It is 100% worth it to have the business expense of paying for software that calculates and handles all of that for you and making sure that you're being compliant. This is all we talk about here is like doing things the right way, doing things appropriately, doing things with intention. So that is something that I do recommend. I do provide payroll services uh, for my clients, but that is an add-on to monthly bookkeeping services. So I don't like just do payroll for anybody. I do payroll for my bookkeeping clients that have employees and want me to handle that for them. When you're hiring somebody, you need to decide, like I said, on when you're going to pay them. Not only how much, but when. And so decide on a frequency. You need to have a routine and procedure in your business, and that includes for payroll. You know, you can pay people weekly, bi-weekly, twice a month, monthly, etc. But you get to decide. And it really depends, like I said, on cash flow and looking at your reports, looking at your profit and loss, 
Maybe you have kind of a feast or famine business or a seasonal type of business. You see this a lot with like landscaping or outdoor maintenance kind of businesses that like the spring and the summer, they're roaring. But then in the fall and winter, they don't have as many accounts that they're servicing. They don't have as many customers needing their services as frequently. So it's a matter of understanding the flow of your business and that comes from reading your reports. So if you're aware of those kinds of things, if you're aware of the revenue in your business and the cash flow of your business, you'll be able to determine when do I when do I want to pay people that I've hired to work? And then uh, what are you going to pay them? <laughs> Do you want to pay somebody's salary? And there are labor laws that go into whether or not you can pay somebody's salary and then just make them have themselves available to you uh, 24-7 and then not pay them overtime. So there, and this is why we go back to use an app to help you figure these things out because all of that kind of compliance stuff is built in. But you can pay somebody's salary. You can just pay them hourly. They can work full-time, part-time. There are ways to pay people commission. So if you only wanted to pay somebody commission based on, you know, if they are a salesperson for you and you're paying them commission based on the accounts that they sell. Or it could be a combination of like someone who gets paid hourly, but they make some sort of commission if they reach a goal or have some sort of system set up for them so that they know if I make these kinds of sales, I'm going to get commission on them. And maybe they're enticed and incentivized to pay more attention and try to sell, upsell those things. And then of course you can have, but you don't have to, have a bonus structure built in and you can decide on giving bonuses at a certain time of year. Um, A lot of people like to give like Christmas or holiday bonuses, which I think is great. Um, Or you could, you know, their birthday month, they get an extra so much, whatever. So thinking about all these things ahead of time is going to help you really determine when it's the right time for you to hire employees. And then of course, we've got different kinds of benefits like paid holidays. You can decide to pay holidays or not. If you are a business like a bank (laughs) or somebody that uh, recognizes U.S. federal holidays or bank holidays, you may want to consider if that's a day that your team would normally be working, giving them the day off and still paying them just because you're the one that gave them the day off and they, you don't want them to lose income because the business is closed. You can offer people benefits. This could be paying full or in part for health, dental insurance, vision insurance, contributing to a retirement plan for your employees. You can give them the option to pay into a retirement plan through your company. And then you can match up to a certain part of their contribution. And that's basically you're giving them extra money. So that would be a benefit, right? Because they're having some withheld from their pay to go into their retirement account. But you as the business can match part of that. And so when you're matching part of that, that's like you're paying them extra money. So it's a benefit to them. And then goes into that retirement account where it's invested the way they want to. And that is a business expense for you. You get to claim any contributions that you make towards your employees' certain retirement accounts as a business expense. So it benefits both them and you and your business because you get to take that extra deduction. And then there's paid time off. And this is something that varies by state. The laws and regulations about paid time off 
when it can accrue for somebody, whether or not you need to pay time, accrued vacation or PTO time out when somebody either resigns or is terminated. So that's something that you will want to look at yourself and make sure that whatever payroll software you're using uh, has all of that PTO stuff kind of built in. If not, I do have a blank PTO policy draft that I created that is certainly not all encompassing, but it will give you an idea of the kinds of things to think about when you're setting up a PTO policy. And um, this is another way to entice people to come work for your business because this is a benefit, right? Somebody being able to take time off and still get paid whether or not they're ill or they just want to take a vacation or maybe they need to take time off for family reasons. You know, all of those things are incentives for somebody to come work for you. Let's talk about why we would want to incentivize somebody coming and working for our business because maybe it's not as obvious to some people as it is to me, but you should have some system or at least be thinking about some way that you want to reward people in your business. Reward the workers that come to work in your business to help you grow and make revenue. So this is what I call rewarding rock stars. And there are many ways you can do this. First of all, cash is king, baby. Give people bonuses, give them cash, give them gifts. Rewarding people based on performance or just longevity or whatever. I mean, you can base it off of anything, but giving people a reward and highlighting their achievements, highlighting their hard work, recognizing that they have a choice to come work for you out of all the other businesses that they can work for or work for themselves and that they chose to come work for you and that you appreciate that. You know, award people their preferred workspace. Do they want to work remotely and do they have the capability to do that? Because for some businesses, like that's not a thing, right? <laughs> if you are a server in a restaurant, that's not really a case where you can work remotely. Um, but like for me, I can work anywhere. And you may have employees that could have the opportunity to work remotely if they wanted to. So at least offering them that. And if you don't want them to work remotely full time, you can maybe give them one day a month where they get to work from home or whatever they or a coffee shop or wherever they want to be um pto is a way that you can reward rock stars um having like a floating holiday on their birthday month that they can like take their birthday off or the day after some of us like to party on our birthday and need like a couple days to recover <laughs> there's profit sharing um so you can let your employees know that if there is a certain amount of profit maybe you take a percentage off the top of that and distribute it equally among employees as like a bonus profit sharing. You can pay people allowances for their cell phones if they have to use their phones for work. You can give them allowance to go get coaching or to go on a vacation. Those types of things do need to be included in their gross pay. And there is a way to track that in a payroll software. So it's not like that's tax-free money that you're giving them, but it is a little bit of an added incentive. Like, hey, we want you to have a good life. We want you to take time off. We want you to do professional development. So here's like a stipend or an allowance for you to go do that. Sending care packages for in-office and remote workers if they have a situation where they are taking time off for bereavement, for sickness, family leave, etc. Subsidizing continuing education. So maybe you want to pay part of their tuition. This is something that I've seen recently in kind of the employer's discourse is like paying people 
to go to school because you're investing into that person, you're investing into their education, you know, whether or not they choose to stay with your company, like it is an incentive that you can provide to somebody. So reimbursing them for continuing education and stuff like that. So why would you want to reward people? Like, can't you just pay them hourly or salary? (laughs) Well, you want to attract good candidates, right? You want to have people that are excited to work in your business just as much as you are excited to have them in your business. It's a relationship and relationships are built on trust and uh, a mutual likeness and like satisfaction. So offering that to your employees and recognizing their hard work and rewarding their achievements is a way to say, we want the best people to come work for us and here's what we're willing to put on the table to make sure that we do get the best people working in our business. You may want to give back to the people who help your business run and stay open. If you are in a position in your business where you have to have people working in order for your business to run like it can't just be you and stay at the revenue that you have and stay at the capacity that you're producing or providing services it's important to recognize and show appreciation to your employees that they are a vital part of the business staying open i've talked before about having non-hierarchical business structures and the way to do that is to truly include everybody at the table include people in the decision making process, having transparency about your business, your revenue, your budget, etc. You know, we don't want to have somebody at the top that is just making all the decisions that affect everybody else in the company and everybody else not having a seat at that table or a say in the process. So of course, rewarding people can increase productivity. And that's not something that we solely want to focus on, but what's good for the goose is good for the gander is how the saying goes. Everybody benefits from increased productivity. Everybody benefits from increased efficiency. If you have a workforce, that means you got a team and teamwork makes the dream work, baby. I'm just full of the colloquialisms today. I believe that we as business owners should all strive to have a good company culture, a culture that is welcoming and allows people to show up and feel safe to be themselves. I would prefer it if everybody showed up authentically and nobody was trying to hide anything or nobody felt like they couldn't be themselves. I mean, that would be ideal, (laughs) I think. So all of that kind of comes back to the company culture and you develop that company culture by having that rewards, recognition system, good benefits, good pay, time off for people to be human because we are all human and we're not just slogging away in a capitalist machine for everybody to make more money. Like we're just trying to be out here living our lives, meeting our basic needs, having connection and community with other people and that includes in the workplace. And so all of this goes towards that company culture. And if your company culture is not seeing other people as the human beings that they are, nobody's going to come want to work for you. Um, And if they do, maybe it's out of desperation. And I don't know. I don't want anybody to come work for me out of desperation. Like that is not instilling a lot of confidence. And so when you have good company culture, it also comes from accountability, right? So we want to have good policies. We want to have good procedures. We want everybody to understand 
understand what their role in the business is and to feel confident that other people are showing up in their roles to the best of their capability and that when things go wrong, everybody has a sense of accountability. Everybody understands their part in it and is all working together to make sure mistakes don't get made, that errors are resolved, you know, that conflict is resolved, etc. Doing all of these things, hiring people, paying them well, having good benefits, rewarding people for, you know, their achievements and for as a way to show your appreciation that they're coming and working for you and helping you grow and run your business and operate. All of this goes towards retaining those really good employees. So we want to hire rock stars. We want to reward rock stars so that we can retain rock stars. You want to keep the good people and not to say that there are bad people, but just like there are going to be people that maybe aren't a good fit for your business. And that goes with clients and customers too, right? Like there's not always going to be somebody that fits into what you're doing and your values and your procedures and all of that. And that's okay. But for the people that do fit and for the people that want to be there and want to grow with you, let them grow with you. Let them stay. And that goes into retaining good employees. So that is everything that I wanted to talk today about hiring and retaining employees. And I hope that this was helpful for you to kind of think about maybe some new things that you hadn't thought about. If you've already got people working for you, maybe you do want to implement some of these things, right? Maybe you don't have a PTO policy already. Maybe you don't have a offer for your employees to contribute to a retirement plan. And maybe you are like, well, I mean, that wouldn't be such a big deal for me to pay 3% of their wages into retirement for them. Like all of those things are good things to look at. And you don't have to do all of it, of course. You're going to do the things that are based in whatever your business values are. And, you know, like I've talked about before, we always want to be making decisions that are in alignment with our values. And for me, hiring good people, paying people well, rewarding them, retaining them, that goes towards my business values of like education, accountability, justice, all of those things. If you already have people, I would love to hear what you heard on this podcast that you're thinking about implementing. And if you don't have employees yet, hope this kind of gives you like the scope of what you want to be thinking about whenever you do get ready to hire a workforce. So I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. Like I have mentioned before, I do have an email list and I did talk about creating something for you all who want to work through all these procedures and processes for yourself and learn how to run your business better, more efficiently with good procedures that's based on your values. If you are interested in something like that, it's not ready yet. <laughs> but getting on my email list means that you will know when it is. So go get on my email list. That's alleaseaccounting.com forward slash subscribe. You can also go to my Instagram, alleaseaccounting, click on the link in my bio, hit the link that says chaos to calm. That is a free receipt organization guide that is available for download. But if you subscribe to my email list, through the Chaos to Calm link, you will be signed up to receive a ton of free resources that don't go out just to the generic email sign up subscribe page. Go download Chaos to Calm. Link is in the Instagram bio and you will receive a bunch of other information directly from me with free resources like spreadsheets, 
PDF guides, videos, classes, things like that, that are available to you to kind of work through some of this stuff with your specific business. Go get subscribed. Go follow me on social media. Get on my email list. Make sure you follow this podcast. If you are listening on like Apple or Google podcasts, please leave me a review. If you like what you're hearing, if it's been helpful for you, you can just, you know, hit the five stars and leave it at that. Or you can leave a short blurb telling other people what you like about the podcast and helping me boost and share that with more folks. Thank you again so much for listening, for being here every week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're enjoying what you're learning on this podcast, please consider supporting me through a subscription on anchor.fm. Any donation amount is welcome, or you can simply share it with someone you know. You can also follow me on Instagram at alleaseaccounting and sign up for my email list at alleaseaccounting.com forward slash subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thank you.